0: Chapter 29 of Fighting the Flames. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Corey Page from Providence, Rhode Island. Fighting the Flames by R. M. Ballantyne. Chapter 29 Willie Wilders in Difficulties. Mr. Thomas Tippett, beaming and perspiring as of old, was standing at his bench, chisel in hand, and Willie Wilders was standing with his back to the fire and his legs pretty wide apart, not because he preferred that dégagé attitude, but because chips and puss were asleep side by side between his feet. It must not be supposed that, although Willie had changed so much since the first day he stood there, an equal change had taken place in Mr. Tippet by no means he was a little stouter perhaps but in all other aspects he was the same man not a hair greyer nor a wrinkle more the workshop too was in exactly the same state only a little more crowded in consequence of numerous models having been completed and shelved during the last seven years there was however something new in the shape of a desk with some half-finished parts upon it for willie had gradually introduced a little genuine engineering into the business at first naturally enough the boy had followed his employer's lead and as we have said before being very ingenious as well as enthusiastic he had entered with all his heart and head into the absurd schemes of his patron but as he became older he grew wiser He applied himself to reading and study at home in the evenings with indomitable perseverance. The result of his application was twofold. In the first place, he discovered that he was very ignorant and that there existed a huge, illimitable field of knowledge worth entering on seriously. His early training, having been conducted, thanks to his mother, in the fear of the Lord, he regarded things that are spiritual and have God and man's duty to him for their object as part, the chief part of that great field of knowledge not as a separate field which may or may not be entered on according to the taste in the second place he began to discover that his kind-hearted employer was a monomaniac in other words that although sane enough in all other matters he was absolutely mad in regard to mechanical discoveries and inventions and that most of the latter were absolutely nonsensical The second discovery induced him to prosecute his studies with all the more energy, in order that he might be prepared for the battle of life, in case his existing connection with Mr. Tippett should be dissolved. His studies naturally took an engineering turn, and, being what is termed a thorough-going fellow, he did not rest until he had dived into mathematics so deep that we do not pretend to follow him, even in the way of description architecture surveying shipbuilding and cognate subjects claimed and obtained his earnest attention and year after year on winter nights did he sit at the side of the fire in the little house at notting hill adding to his stores of knowledge on these subjects while his meek old mother sat darning socks or patching male attire on the other side of the fire with as much perseverance and assiduity One consequence of this was that Willie Wilders, having begun as a jack-of-all-trades, pushed on until he became a philosopher of all trades, and of many sciences, too, so that it would have been difficult to find his match between Charing Cross and Primrose Hill. And Willie was not changeable. True to his first love, he clung with all the ardor of youth to fire, fire fire-engines, and the fire-brigade. He would have become a member of the latter if he could, but that was in the circumstances impossible. He studied the subject, however, and knew its history and its working details from first to last. He did his best to invent new engines and improve on old ones, but in such matters he usually found that his inventions had been invented and his improvements made and improved upon long before. Such checks, however, did not abate his ardor one jot he persevered in his varied courses until he worked himself into a species of business which could only exist in london which it would be difficult to describe and which its practitioners styled polyartisan with as much boldness as if the word were in johnson's dictionary standing on the hearth as we have said willie related to his friend all he knew in regard to the cattley family and wound up with an anxious demand what was to be done for them mr Tippett, leaning on his bench and looking into willie's face with a benignant smile said done my boy why help him of course ay but how asked willie how cried mr tippet why by giving him money you're aware that i stopped their allowance because Cathley senior went and drank it as soon as he got it and Cathley junior is able to support himself and i was not until now aware that the poor daughter was killing herself to support her father but as I do know it now, I continue the allowance, and increase it, and we shall give it into the daughter's hands, so that the father won't be able to misspend it. Mr. Tippett's visage glowed with ardor as he stated this arrangement, but the glow was displaced by a look of anxiety as he observed that Willie shook his head and looked as perplexed as ever. If that plan would have availed, I would have tried it long ago, said he with a sad smile, for my income is a pretty good one, thanks to you sir thanks to your own genius willie for the remarkable and prolific offshoots for which you have caused to sprout from this dry old root said mr tippet interrupting as he glanced around the room with an air of affection which showed that he loved the root dearly despite its age and dryness not the less thanks to you sir said willie in the differential tone which he had assumed involuntarily towards his patron almost from the commencement of their intercourse but z uh, Miss Cataly positively refuses to accept money from anyone in charity as long as she can work. Ah, exclaimed Mr Tippett, shaking his head slowly. Pride, simple pride not laudable pride, observe. She deceives herself, no doubt, but the belief that it is laudable, but it is not, for when a girl cannot work without working herself into a grave, it is her duty not to work, and it is the duty, as well as the privilege of her friends, to support her truth is truth willie and we must not shrink from stating it because a few illogical thinkers are apt to misunderstand it or because there are a number of mean-spirited wretches who would be too glad to say that they could not work without injuring their health if they could by so doing persuade their friends to support them what are those whom god has visited with weakness of body to be made to toil and moil far beyond their strength in order to prove that they do not belong to the class of deceivers and sycophants yet public opinion in regard to this matter of what is called self-respect and proper pride compels many hundreds who urgently require assistance to refuse it and dooms many of them to a premature grave while it does not shut the maw of a single one of the other class why sir miss cattley is committing suicide and in regards to her father who is dependent on her she is committing murder murder sir mr tippet's eyes flashed with indignation as he drove the chisel deep down into the bench as if to give point and force to his sentiment as well as an illustration to the dreadful idea with which he concluded "'Willie admitted that there was much truth in Mr. Tippett's observations, "'but did not quite agree with him in his sweeping condemnation of Ziza. "'However,' continued Mr. Tippett, resuming his quiet tone and benignant aspect, "'I'll consider the matter. Yes, I'll consider the matter and see what's to be done for him.' "'He leaped from the bench with a quiet chuckle as he said this, and began to saw vigorously, "'while Willie went back to his desk in the corner and applied himself to an abstruse calculation.' Considerably relieved in mind, for he had unbounded belief in the fertility of Mr. Tibbetts' imagination, and he knew well that whatever that old gentleman promised, he would certainly fulfill. End of chapter 29